Well, good evening and welcome everyone to Seeds for Life. I am your host, Writer for God. I pray that you are well this evening and we're going to get right into this little mini-series called The Prince of the Power of the Air. Who is the Prince of the Power of the Air? Well, the Word of God tells us that Satan, or the lawless one, is the Prince of the Power of the Air. And that is according to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And we're going to read. This is the Apostle Paul. He is speaking to the church at Ephesus. And he's telling them, and starting in verse 2, And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, in other words, before you knew God, following the course of this world. Just, and you just walked according to the world. Following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Now, who are the sons of disobedience? Well, remember that Satan is the father of rebellion and disobedience. So that would be Satan or those who have the Antichrist spirit. Now, this spirit that is against Christ is an Antichrist spirit, not necessarily one entity or as we know as Satan, but that is any spirit that is against God is an Antichrist spirit. Now, Satan is a created being. And so he was created with certain power and abilities like all of us, right? When we're created, God gives us abilities within us. God does not take back the gifts that are placed within us according to Romans chapter 11, verses 29 through 31. According to his word, his gifts are irrevocable. So those same gifts, yes, even the ones that Satan was created with, are still in operation even within Satan and working in the realm or air, if you will, that he has control over. Remember that our gifts and abilities can be used for good or evil. We see it everywhere in the world around us. It's our own choice, remember, because God gave us the freedom to choose. Satan chose to rebel. He was not happy with just being uh, in the presence of God and who God created him to be. He wanted to be God. So he rebelled and the scripture tells us that he took a third of the angels with him. So they rebelled with him. In other words, those that are the fallen angels also known as demons. Okay. Now, according to scripture, there are distinct realms or atmospheres or would probably be better translated as spheres of influence. Now, one realm is where God himself is seated. There, God is God. He is God alone. He sits on his throne, and he has no equal. The scriptures tell us that Yeshua sits at his right hand, awaiting his time to return. See, even Yeshua does not know that time. Only God the Father knows. So, in this realm, Satan has no authority no say, and no power. But remember, there is a sphere where he has power, right? Now, remember that Yeshua himself also had to face Satan and win against him before he began his earthly ministry. Luke chapter 4 verse 6 tells us in Luke chapter 4, this is the temptation of Yeshua or Jesus when he is led where? Into the wilderness by the Spirit of God to be tested of the enemy, right? So he had to face this test and he had to win. Let's look at it really quick. Let's read Luke chapter 4, 
uh, let's just begin in verse 5. Then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them, the devil said, because they are mine to give to anyone I please. I will give it all to you if you will worship me. But what did Yeshua say? He said, the scriptures say, or in other words, it is written, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Hmm. So even Satan has to serve only God. And in just a few moments, we'll be back with segment number two.